1: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills Jr. of God's MC Ministries, Military, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you.
2: We stand on the Continues the living word in this series. Dr. Mills asks the question On what level of importance have you placed the living word of God in your life? As believers, we must not simply use those things within the Bible that please us, but we must. Highly value the entirety of what God shares through His living word as necessary to our lives in the kingdom of God.
1: This kind of this kind of lifestyle that God is talking about us living has been ready since the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world. This thing was set up. Are you all hearing what I'm saying? This isn't something new. This didn't just come to the church. God just looking for somebody. Somebody who's available. Amen. Are you available for God to use?
2: Now, here is Dr. Mills with part seven of The Living Word.
1: You know, when you talk about helping God, working with God, I had an occasion in my lifetime to be in charge of people, to work with people. I understand the difference in managing people, supervising people having people to work with you. And any way, any kind of way you work, somebody has to be talking so that you know exactly what you're doing. Both people know what they're doing. You can't work with God without finding out from God what it is that God wants done. Not what you want done, but what God wants done. That concludes that you're talking to him if you're doing something and you're calling it, doing it for God. You can't do something for God and he haven't told you what to do. Amen, are you with me? That's just a little prelude to what I'm going to, that's, that's, I'm a, I just That's for somebody, I don't know who that's for. This morning I want to talk about the living word. We've been talking about it for a little while. Looking at the word, how the word affects us in our everyday life. Romans says that we need to change the way we think. Just our ordinary life. Amen. And it's going to be the indwelling word that does it. We're talking about living the living word and the living word must be indwelt in us. The living word must be indwelt in us. I want to read Hebrews, the fourth chapter first, before I get started into this. In the fourth chapter of Hebrews, I want to read down through 13 verses here. First verse says, therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear least any of you should, should seem to be to have failed rather to reach it. So it is expected of us to enter into this rest of God. I can rest knowing that what I'm doing, God is the one who called me to do what I'm doing. That's when I rest when I know that God has called me to do what I'm doing, the reason I can rest is because he is the one who gives me the ability to do what he has called me to do. I don't do it in my own strength. Not doing it in my own strength. So when you're on a job or wherever you may be, because he has said he has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. You don't have to worry about what to say. All you have to do is be available to say. That's right. That's, right. That's all you got to do. If he knows that he can use you, he will use you. That's right. But if he doesn't know he can use you, he won't use you. That's right. He already knows whether or not you're available. That's right. He knows you're available because you've studied to show yourself approved unto him. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you all hear what I'm saying? He knows because you're talking to him and asking him, Lord, what you want me to do today? What you want? I'm available to you today. So what do you want me to do today? Not yesterday. Yesterday's prayer was for yesterday. Amen. But what did you say to him today about him or you being available for him to use you today? You go on the job. Are you available to be used? That doesn't mean you're gonna go off and do your own thing. I mean you looking for somebody. You don't have to look for somebody. Somebody look for you. If you're conducting your life right. Are you with me? These are the things that we've got to come into understanding about trusting God. When we talk about trusting God, we're not trusting us to say the right thing. We're not trusting us to do the right thing, but we're trusting the Christ that's on the inside of us to lead us into doing the right thing or saying the right thing. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's what the living word is all about. For good news Came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they did not unite. By oh, y'all want to know where I'm, who, What translation I'm in? I'm in the English trans, English Standard Version. I'm just reading right on. Let me go to let me let me go to another one, the, the, the New Living Translation. Let me read let me read from there. All of them the same. I just I just starts reading. I want to make make sure the upstairs people know what I'm doing, the downstairs people know what I'm doing, outside people know what I'm doing, everybody know what I'm doing, amen? Are y'all with me? Verse two it says, but it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. In other words, they did not as the Amplified says, the King James, they didn't mix what they heard with faith. Faith is action. So they didn't mix what they heard. They didn't go and act on it. Just like a lot of times we come in here and you hear, because I'm I'm strictly a word person. So you hear what the word says, but you're not putting it into practice. You're not acting on what you hear. Amen. You got to put it into practice. You got to do something with it. Verse 3 says, For only we who believe can enter his rest. So if I can't believe God's word, if I can't believe what God is saying, I'm going to never enter his rest. This is what it said, right? I won't enter that rest that God has. Because if I am willing to do whatever God tells me to do, I'm going to enter into the rest of God. That's right. I'm going to enter into the rest. When I believe, okay, I believe that this is what God wants me to do. And you got to get to a place where you really know the voice of God. The devil not going to go and tell you to tell, tell anybody about God. Amen. Are you with me? But God will. And nobody's going to come to you and talk to you about God and the devil send them to you. He might, well, the devil might, he might try to trick you up with something because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're talking about. But most of the time, he's not going to mess with people who come from agape. (laughs) Not with that mess, because he knows you've got too much word in you now. If you were were down the street with uh, Reverend Pharaoh's church, you know, (laughs) the devil might send somebody to you. Okay, so now watch this. For only we who believe can enter his rest. See, do you believe that God will use you? This is a, this is a challenge right here with a lot, of, a lot of Christians. They don't believe that God will even use them. They only believe that the, that the minister is the one who's being used by God. That's from the devil. The devil would give you that mindset to, be, to even think, and you got to believe that, you understand, to believe that God would not use you That's from the devil. God wants to use all of us. All of us, God wants to use. And if you make yourself available, I will guarantee you, he will use you. Guarantee, he'll use you. Amen. Amen. As for others, God said, in my anger, I I took an oath. They will never enter my rest, even though this rest has been ready since he made the world. This This kind of lifestyle that God is talking about us living has been ready since the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world. This thing was set up. Are you all hearing what I'm saying? This isn't something new. This didn't just come to the church. Didn't just drop in on us. This has been here for a while. God just looking for somebody, somebody who's available. Amen. Are you available for God to use? That's right. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody. You understand what I'm saying? Now, in order for him to use, he, well, he can use anybody. But in order for him to use you, you must make yourself available. And some people have not made themselves available because you're, you're, you're giving other people the wrong signal about, about yourself. Now, you get, if God get in a pinch, he'll use you. <laughs> hey, y'all. you say, what? Say, what? If God get in a pinch? Yeah, he used a donkey when he was in a pinch. With nobody else around, you understand, to talk to, to, to get to this prophet and his knucklehead self. So God just used a donkey to talk to him. That's good. Oh, That's good. you don't, you don't, you don't want to be like that though. You don't want to be associated with a donkey and God using. it. <laughs> I just have to make it plain to y'all. You understand what I'm saying? 1 um, Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Let me just read that for a minute. I'll just, don't worry, I'll get back there. Let me just read this to you. In the ninth chapter of 1 Corinthians, some of y'all looking at me like, what are you saying? In the ninth chapter, verse 24 and through 27, I'm going to read down through that. And you all don't have to really go. You can just listen to this if you want to. If you want to go there, that's fine too. But Because I'm going to be right back in Hebrews. And 24 it says, do you know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Run in a way that you get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do it I do not fight like a man fighting the air. What fight is it that we fight? What kind of fight do we fight? Faith fight. He says no I beat my body I make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will might be disqualified for the prize. So what I'm saying to you is that God might use you as a donkey, but that that's on the that, that would be like, I'm not too far from being disqualified. I'm not, I'm not too far from being disqualified for the prize to receive the rewards that you would get. Say, for instance, you do talk to somebody, but you really don't, you are disqualified for the prize of talking to somebody. Mm. See, your your, your lifestyle might disqualify you for the prize that you would get for speaking to somebody, getting them saved. You get them saved, but that was all God. Are you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't, you can't continue to do the same things that you've been doing all along and think that God is pleased with it. Hello. I mean, just because he used you <laughs> doesn't mean that he's pleased with you. Are y'all with me? Can you understand this? A lot of a lot of people think that gifts illustrate God's pleasing with me. No, the gifts are without repentance. And if He can use a donkey, He can use you. That donkey can't get no reward. Are y'all understanding? Come on, y'all. So We've got too many people in the church who's playing games and thinking that they can still do the same old thing that they were doing before they came in. And accepted Christ as a personal Lord. They still want to do the same thing now, and they want to be rewarded for it. Are y'all with me? Don't even think that. He said, "When I've when I've talked to others, I myself could be disqualified. So just because you ministered to somebody else doesn't mean that God is pleased with you." Are y'all listening to me? So all this has to be taught. This ain't no happy, happy, happy all the time thing. You understand? And you just, well, you know, I can just do whatever I want to do. God's going to forgive me. No, no, Paul wouldn't write all that in here if it didn't mean something. You might be saved, but you're not getting nothing. No reward. What we're working working toward now is rewards according to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. You're not going to be, be rewarded for anything. Amen. You just can't conduct your life any kind of way you want to conduct it. Amen. Amen. This is the living word. And this is the year of the spoken word. So I'm just going to speak whatever God says. Amen. Let's go back to Hebrews. All right. So I got I got a lot of stuff to get through today. Verse four says, we know it is already (coughs) because we know it is already because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day on the seventh day God rested from all his work so we know that this rest is already here it's already available to us by the other passage God said they never they will never enter my my uh, my place of rest so God's rest is there for people to enter but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. Are y'all with me? Man, oh man, oh man. So God set another time for entering the, his rest. And that time is today. That time is today. When you hear his voice. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say that time is today. Where about verse nine? Seven. God announced this through David much later. In the words already quoted today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. In other words, don't get over into rebellion. Don't let your heart be hardened. Don't get into rebellion. When you hear the word and you hear what the word is saying, get with it. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them uh, this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have entered from their labors. What did he say? Have rested from their labors. Now notice what it says. Have done what? Rested from Their labors. In other words, you don't have to labor when God tells you to do something. If it's hard for you to do, God didn't tell you to do it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, a lot of people will put things that God told me to do this. God told me to do that. If you see people who are saying, you know, they burn out, God didn't tell them to do it. You don't get burnt out with God. Whatever God tells you to do, you rest from your labor. Are you with me? There's a lot of things that people are putting on God. They lying on God. God ain't telling them to do that. They struggling. Struggle? No struggle with God. Amen. Are y'all with me? (laughs) It's so easy. My gracious stuff just falling to your left. You know, it doesn't, whether, you're in the, whether you're here in the ministry or out there in the ministry, it's easy. It's easy. Amen.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, Simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code 021515SM. That code again is 021515 sm Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia or give us a call at 703-971-7202 In
1: today's teaching we learned that you must be a doer of the Word of God. A doer of the Word is the person who enters into the rest of God. This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher. See you next week.